let's learn from the word of God. I want you to turn your Bibles with me to Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, and then we will flip over to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. This is the key scripture that we look every week and we learn from the scripture how the Lord is teaching us his blessing into our life. Let me read it for you, Genesis chapter 12, verse 2. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. The blessing of the Lord, it make rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. We are learning about how God wants us to be a blessing. God doesn't want his blessing to remain in you, but God wants his blessing to flow through your life to many people around you. For that, God wants to keep you a blessing. You know, being blessed and being a blessing. It is God who does that wonderful thing in our day-to-day -day life. And one of the beautiful things is that when the Lord gives you his blessing, he adds no sorrow with it. There's no pain in the blessing of the Lord. When the Lord wants to flourish you, when the Lord wants to bring you out from your defeat, when the Lord wants to bring you out from every confusion, every you know, struggle that you go through, He wants to release you from your pain. He wants to release you from your struggle. And when He gives you His blessing, you need to understand in the blessing of the Lord, there is no sorrow. How many of you believe that this morning? Amen? And that is why Bible is talking about the blessing of the Lord. God doesn't want you to live your life, you know, in pain and struggle and defeat. But there is a possibility for you to live a very, you know, successful life and a prosperous life in every area of your life. So how it is possible? It is only possible with the blessing of the Lord. I want you to understand that, you know, the blessing of the Lord is a big thing. But the problem with today's Christian is they never take time to understand what the Bible is talking about the blessing of the Lord. You see, in many places God is emphasizing the blessing of Abraham. It's the reason why Bible is emphasizing the blessing of, the Abraham, blessing of Abraham is because it is not to show how Abraham was blessed but it is to show you that the same God is able to bless your life too. So we got to understand how God is going to bring the blessing of God, blessing of Abraham into our life. You know, Galatians 3 was 13 and 14 is the you know, proof how God is going to bring the blessing of Abraham into our life. Jesus Christ who died for us on the cross of Calvary for our sin, he took all of our curse, he paid the penalty, you know, the heavenly court accepted the sacrifice of Jesus 
and when it was accepted Jesus has become a way Jesus has become you know the answer to give his blessing into our life and the words the word of god says Jesus delivering you out from all curse now he has connected your life into the blessing of abraham nowhere we were connected with the blessing of abraham you know we were gentiles being gentiles you know when we accepted jesus as the lord of our life through jesus christ you and i are connected into the blessing of abraham so bible is giving a very you know clear proof how you and i are eligible to be connected in the blessing of abraham that gives another confidence that everybody who are here this morning we are delivered from all kinds of curse we are delivered from our sinful life we are delivered from everything that will work against the blessing of god to keep our life blessed to keep our life in the blessing of the lord jesus has delivered us from every chaos that was dominating our life today you got to believe that the blessing of the lord is upon you but many times we don't you know acknowledge this great truth which jesus has done for us he died for our sin he died for our curse he paid all the you know punishment that was required of uh, uh, you know for god and he did that and we you know by being that you know perfect sacrifice you and i today are eligible or you know rightfully connected into the blessing of the lord or into the blessing of abraham i want to talk about that because the blessing of the lord has been understood in many different ways but i want to show you according to the truth of god how a christian how a child of god should understand when the lord is saying about his blessing when we acknowledge it is the blessing of the lord it must be based on this truth which i'm going to show you this morning three things i want to talk to you this morning to establish it is the blessing of the lord for your life first and foremost that we got to believe i am not under curse but i am under the blessing of the lord because many people have many different opinions when when it comes to the blessing of the lord they always look into their condition they'll always compare their need compare what is happening in their today's life but no matter what happens or no matter what your situation that you're going through you got to believe that you are no more under curse but you are in the blessing of the lord omni if you believe with me this morning amen we are not under the curse but we are in the blessing of the lord i remember when it was time for uh, people of americans to enjoy the freedom that was declared by the president called abraham lincoln in those days when he declared freedom you know they did not had you know great technology where you know this news was not spread immediately to everybody slowly you know from one group to one society the news started to spread all around 
unless the until the news was spreading all around still even after the president abraham lincoln declared freedom many people until that news came to them until they got that order of freedom they were still living in their you know bondage even today many christians even jesus you know as brought us into the blessing of the lord 2000 years back yet people today don't understand yet because they don't understand what is the blessing of the lord they are still living their life in poverty still living their life in slave still living their life in bondage still you know allowing their life to live in every kind of chaos but when you understand the blessing of the lord the blessing of the lord will never allow your life to live in all those you know defiling things it will never allow your life to live in defeat it will never allow your life to live in lack it will never allow your life to live you know in your disappointment but it will bring you out and it will give you a life which will make you to feel that you are blessed not only being blessed but you be a blessing to so many people around you so i want to show you this morning you know three things from the word of god the first thing that you got to know when we when we talk about the blessing of the lord the first thing that i got to understand this blessing is not earned by me it is earned by god god is the one who gives you his blessing you cannot earn it you cannot say your worthiness you cannot talk about how good you are how rightful you are how morally you are living your life all that is important to live a very moral life to live a very you know uh, righteous life all that is needed but you know blessing of the lord is not just going to come because you are living a moral life the blessing of the lord comes because he has earned it for us he gave us life on the cross of calvary he paid the penalty he took over all our punishment the heavenly court declared that the sacrifice of jesus is worthy in the sight of god jesus did everything for us and if he has done everything for us let me tell you my friend he has earned that blessing for you and me and it is he who is going to give that blessing you cannot take any credit for the blessing of the lord by saying that i have lived a righteous life i have lived a you know right life i have set my life to live a you know moral living all that is good you know nobody can take credit saying just because of my prayer just because i'm fasting every week just because i'm coming to church just because i'm doing this and that i'm i am eligible to take the blessing no you got to first understand it is not earned by our effort it is given by god it is god who gives that look at look at the life of abraham what worthiness did abraham had to you know receive the blessing of god he was worshiping some other god he was practicing some other thing but god called him god called an ordinary man abraham and made him a special person because it is the lord who wanted to give that blessing to abraham god did not look whether abraham is fit for that blessing 
Sometimes Christian people, you know, they always want to show to God that, Lord, I am fit to receive this blessing. God is saying, all that is good, but just by showing yourself that you are fit to receive my blessing, God says, it is not going to work like that. Because this blessing which I am giving you, it cannot be earned by your effort. It is given to you and me, it's because of God's grace. How many of you acknowledge that this morning? It is because God is so gracious. God was so gracious upon Abraham and he wanted to choose, you know, pick Abraham, select that person and make him a special person, show out to the whole world if God can bless a person. God wants to differentiate that person's life. So the first thing when we learn about the blessing of the Lord, you can never bring in your ability, you can never bring in your, you know, worthiness to say that just because I was worthy to receive the blessing of the Lord, I am blessed. No. You got you to gotta change your thinking when we learn about the blessing of the Lord. We've been learning every week, you know, and this week God is trying to show you that it is not earned by your self-effort. This is not by your, your self-effort that you receive the blessing of God. It is by the grace of God, God gives you his blessing. You cannot, nobody can question God saying, why did you give him your blessing, Lord? It, God will say, it is because of grace. So the first thing when we learn about the blessing of the Lord, we got to understand the blessing of the Lord is being given to my life. He is the one who earned that blessing for me and he is the one who is giving it to me. And how is he giving it? Why is he giving it to me? Because God is very gracious upon my life. So I want to, you know, show you a scripture this morning to make you believe what I'm trying to say to you. Come with me to Ephesians chapter 2. Look at what it says here. I want you to look in verse 8. Whether it is the blessing of the Lord or whether it is the salvation of the Lord to you. It works the same way. You cannot earn the salvation. Jesus has earned that salvation for you and me by giving us life on the cross of Calvary. By just he died for you and me, he removed our curse, he removed our sin. Today, by the precious blood of Jesus, when you believe that he is the one who can wash you from every kind of sinful life and he is the one who can remove all the curse upon you. If you believe what Jesus has done on the cross of Calvary for your deliverance, for your salvation, for your blessing, you can get it, you can enjoy, you can, you know, experience the blessing of the Lord. Look at what verse 8 says, For by grace are you saved through faith. Now we understand here, salvation has been given by the grace of God. Now whatever the grace of God has given to you, you can only receive it through faith. So you, to make it very simple, grace gives. You use your faith to receive what grace has given to your life. 
Now God is saying the blessing of the Lord is not given based on your self-effort. God said it is I who have earned it. I am giving you. Why am I giving you? I am giving it to you because I am a gracious God. Now grace is giving the blessing of the Lord. Now you and I have to use our holy faith. If you read in Jude verse 20 it says we got to use our holy faith Holy faith is a beautiful thing. How do you get that holy faith? The more you hear about what Jesus has given through his, through his grace, the blessing of the Lord. How is the blessing of the Lord coming into our life? To give that blessing, how God has removed you and me from the curse. When we believe those things, when we understand, when we start to hear what the grace has given to us, now faith starts to work in our life. Now by using that faith, you take whatever the grace of God has given. And one of the things that the grace of God given is the blessing of the Lord over your life is given by the grace of God. Look at what it says there. For by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourself. Look at that. It is not of yourself, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. God doesn't want anyone to say, it is because of my you know, worthiness, I receive the blessing, you know? The blessing of the Lord makes you worthy. The blessing of the Lord corrects your life. The blessing of the Lord shows you the way to live a worthy life. That's what God did to Abraham. God showed him. And if you read in Genesis chapter 17, it says, Abraham walked before God blamelessly because the blessing of the Lord was teaching him how to walk before God without any blame. You're getting what I'm saying this morning? So you got to, you got to understand when the Lord wants to bless you, when we learn about the blessing of the Lord, it is not of yourself. It is not by your self-effort. It is God who has earned that blessing and God is the one who is giving you that blessing. Why? The answer is because He's a gracious God. Grace gives the blessing of the Lord. Now you've got to understand what the grace of God has done to give the blessing of the Lord into your life. What has he done in the cross of Calvary? How he took our sin, how he was you know, penalized for our punishment. He went through all the agony in order to relieve our life from every agony and every defeat, every chaos that is around you know, in this world. We don't want, God doesn't want us to live in our struggle, live in our disappointment, live in our sorrow, live in our pain. But by giving his blessing, God wants to bring each and every one of us out from every pain and every struggle. And God is trying to say, it is not by your works, it is the gift of God. How many of you want to thank God this morning, Lord, thank you for the gift of your blessing over my life. We've got to be thankful we got to be thankful. So the, the, when you become more thankful to God, what happens? You start to understand 
the blessing of the Lord and you start to walk in the blessing of the Lord. But today you see many Christians, they don't understand the blessing of the Lord. They don't walk in the blessing of the Lord. But ignorantly, they are walking in curse. What is curse? Curse is lack. Curse is a situation, it's a condition where it's only to your hand to mouth. You know, people go through many shortages, many, you know, you know, lack and want in their life. They say, I don't have this, I don't have that, I don't have, you know, this ability, I don't have the strength to do this. All this all, you know, and kind of curse. But wherever there is blessing, wherever the blessing of the Lord is working, let me tell you, you will have more strength of God, more wisdom of God. The blessing, is, the blessing of the Lord means God gives you His strength, God gives you His wisdom, God showers His favor upon your life, God gives you His authority. That's the blessing of the Lord, my friend. When you have the blessing of the Lord, you can come out from everything. All of your lack will get over and you will have an experience of more than enough in every, you know, area and every situation that you come across. Overflowing experience is in the blessing of the Lord. But today many people, they don't experience the overflowing blessing of God is because they haven't taken time to understand what the grace of God has given us. Now when we understand that, you know, we, we bring our life in experiencing the overflowing, more than enough situation in everything that we go through. So the first thing when we learn about the blessing of the Lord, it is not by yourself. Never ever boast about yourself. Don't say it is because of this, it is because of that. No, Lord, it is a gift that you have given your blessing into my life. Give me an understanding to understand more of what your grace has given to my life. And you have given your blessing to my life. Help me, Lord, through your grace to understand more of your blessing so that I will use this holy faith to receive your blessing into my life. The second thing that comes when you learn about the blessing of the Lord, I want you to come with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. Very beautifully Paul is trying to show when we learn about the blessing of the Lord here. First thing, never ever you boast about the blessing of the Lord. You got to say, Lord, it's a gift. You have earned that blessing and you are giving it into my life. And the second thing here, when we learn about the second way to understand the blessing of the Lord, it says in verse 9, it says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now there is a very important, you know, responsibility for us this morning in order to understand the blessing of the Lord. It says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You got to know what is grace. You got to know how to live in the blessing of the Lord. How to keep your life out from the curse 
but to keep your life in the blessing of the Lord. It says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor. Now look, what is, what is, what is grace giving to us? What should I understand about the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ? What did Jesus, you know, did for me on the cross? Of I was poor, I was a sinner, I was a man who was broken in everything, in every area of my life. But Jesus, you know, wanted to change my situation, wanted to change my condition, wanted to change my position. I was poor, I was broken, I was a sinner. It says, though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. Now look at what, what's happening here. The grace of God is showing you how you and I were poor, how you and I were sinners, how you and I were, you know, pushed in the position of curse, in poverty. Now grace has done one thing, you know, Jesus took all of that position and he want our life to turn into his position and that position is being well being, you know, good, being rich in your spiritual life, being rich in every work of your hand, being rich in your thinking, being rich in your approach, being rich in your character. That is what Jesus wants to give. Jesus wants you to take his riches, enjoy the, you know, the benefits that comes to Jesus. That is what grace is giving. You got to understand what the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ has given to us. And when we live by understanding this grace of God, let me tell you my friend, you will never boast in anything else. You will never take pride in anything else apart from taking pride to, you know, glorify the blessing of the Lord which is working over your life. Sometimes you see many people, you know, they take more pride on their hard work. They say, it's because of my hard work. In Tamil there's a good, you know, statement saying, you know, working like a buffalo. You see, restless, you know, working from morning till night. Just because I'm working from morning till night, just because I'm working very hard, there is blessing in my house, there is, you know, food in my house, there is income. No, my friend. Never take pride in your hard work. You got to take pride in thanking God for the blessing of the Lord which gives you strength to work, my friend. God is the one who has designed us in a way to, you know, work. And the Bible says, if you don't work, a person who is not working, he must not eat. Bible is not, you know, degrading about work. But Bible is trying to give you a caution. Never take pride in your hard work. Bible talks about work, Bible talks about our effort, Bible talks about how God rewards every work of our hand, but Bible never anywhere in a place has ever given an opportunity for a person to take pride in his hard work. But devil 
Today, in order to nullify the blessing of the Lord, he always tries to come and give us a thought saying, it's just because of your hard work you have earned this money. It's just because of your hard work you have come to this position. No, you got to say, money comes into my hand, position comes into my life. I am keeping, you know, I am receiving promotions in my life. I am keep going up in my life. It is not because of my effort. It is because of the blessing of the Lord. How many of you want to say that this morning? It is because of the blessing of the Lord. A person who understands the blessing of the Lord in this right way, according to what the word of God is teaching us, let me tell you, never in any place you will ever boast about your work. You will never boast about anything that comes into your hand. Whatever comes into your life, you will be a person in directing it to the blessing of the Lord. You will say it is because of the blessing. If I have a good house, it is because of the Lord. It is because of the blessing of the Lord. If I have a good family, it is because of the blessing. If I have a good job, it is be all that comes into your life, all that you inherit, all the position that you have, all the possession that you have, you will be acknowledging and saying, Lord, it is because of your blessing. Thank you, Lord, for giving me strength every day to work harder. I thank you, Lord, for your strength. I thank you, Lord, for your wisdom. I thank you, Lord, for giving me ability to handle this situation, handle this confusion, and come out successfully. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. I know it is the blessing of the Lord is doing these great things for me. So if you don't, if you don't acknowledge, you know, maybe it will be a shocking to some people who are here thinking it's because of my hard work I am doing this and that. No. If you have the blessing of the Lord, let me tell you, your small work, even your small work can produce great results in life. How many of you believe that this morning? I believe that very strongly. Every time when I come and stand here to preach the word of God, I never think about the hard work that I did behind. That's not a big thing for me. You know, to come and preach here every Sunday, you got to spend a lot of time, you got to prepare. You know, God knows what I'm doing. But I never take any pride in what I'm doing behind. Because I know whatever the word that God speaks out through my mouth, it is the Lord who's going to make that word, you know, blessed. It is the Lord who's going to, you know, produce grace to that word. It is the Lord who's going to create faith to the people who are listening to the words which comes out of my mouth. It is all God who's working. I'm just an instrument to glorify, to testify, and thank God for giving me that strength to do every week in this church. So you gotta, you gotta praise God, you gotta glorify the blessing of God in such a way. In everything that you do, everything that you receive, your heart should be positioned to say it is the blessing of the Lord. Abraham was able to position his life in such a way. He said, all that I have has been given by God. Therefore, Abraham is saying, I'm going to take from all that God has given me and I'm going to give tithe. He's lifting up his hand with tithe that belongs to God to show that Lord, all the blessing that you have given me, it's not from my hard work. He knows even my small, you know, effort, God is resulting, is blessing in those things. 
I want to tell you, my friend, your job may be a small job, your responsibility may be a small thing. What you're doing is a very small thing. But all that you got to check, are you acknowledging the blessing of the Lord in the small thing that you're doing? Because with the blessing of the Lord, an ordinary man can also become a special person. With the blessing of the Lord, Abraham was an ordinary man. With the blessing of the Lord, God made him a special person to testify to the whole world the blessing of the Lord. I want you to understand that, you know, when you, when you acknowledge and when you understand the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and when you start to believe, you know, the, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and when you start to, you know, experience the blessing of the Lord, acknowledge it and say, all and everything that I have is the blessing of the Lord. Let me tell you, my friend, you will come out from every kind of stuff. Today people are struggling and they say, I'm struggling, I'm... No, no, no. When you acknowledge the blessing of the Lord in the rightful way, you don't have to struggle, you don't have to just, you know, murmur and you don't, just, you don't have to be complaining about what is happening. You know, the blessing of the Lord will change everything that you go through in life today. If that's not happening, then you are not walking in the blessing of God. You are not acknowledging what the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ has given for you and what the blessing of the Lord is, you know, doing for you. And, you know, it is He's the one who earned that blessing. He's the one who's giving you that blessing. When you don't acknowledge that, you will be struggling in so many areas, but rather when you acknowledge it, you know, you will see God opening up many new doors and many new opportunities will come before you and you can, you know, overcome your struggles and be very successful in, what for, in whatever you put forth your hand. So you got to check yourself, are you going in the right track? Are you walking in the blessing? Are you able to acknowledge, yes, this is the blessing of the Lord? And when you do so, I tell you, my friend, things will start to change. Many people, you know, going on a wrong way, they're walking in a wrong, you know, you know path, never consider to stop and check whether it is the blessing of the Lord, whether I'm acknowledging the blessing of the Lord as the truth, you know, projects it. Imagine you are, you are right after the service, if you want to start from here and go to Marina Beach in our city. Imagine you start to travel, you know, it will hardly take just 30 minutes to reach from here to Marina Beach. Imagine you start and you keep traveling. After two hours, you're still not able to reach Marina Beach, means you got to stop and check whether you're going on the right route. If you don't know, you got to ask somebody find out the route, but the problem with Christian today, they're going in wrong route for many years. Never know these are the curse that I am bond my life with. Never taken an effort to understand what is the blessing of the Lord. Never ever, you know, acknowledge it has been given by the grace of God. And when we don't do that, you know, we are still walking and doing things on our own, but we are not enjoying and experiencing the blessing of the Lord.
And the third thing I want to point out this morning is, first I showed you this blessing of the Lord is not earned by our self-effort. We have no rights to, you know, praise about it because Jesus earned this blessing and he gives it to you. And why is he giving? He's giving because of his grace. The second thing I showed you, you got to understand what the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ has given to us. And I showed you, you know, when, when you understand, you will never boast about yourself. You will understand, I was poor, I was broken, I was a sinner, I was, I was, I was living in curse. But Jesus took all of that, he gave his riches, he gave his position, he changed my life. So now everything that I receive is the blessing of the Lord, I acknowledge it. I stop and think if I'm struggling, I stop and think, am I acknowledging the blessing of the Lord in the right way? And the third way to find whether you are acknowledging the blessing of the Lord in your life is that you got to understand God will never allow you or anybody to take credit in the blessing that he gives to you. That's where many people go wrong actually. God is the only one wants to be glorified in the blessing that he has given you. And that's why I started to show you that this blessing is not earned by you. It's been given by God. He earned it and he has given it. And that's why he wants you to understand what the grace of our Lord Jesus has, Christ has given you. Why? If you understand all of these things and if you know it's God who has given you a blessing, you will know he never ever wants you or anybody else to take credit in the blessing that he has given you. The reason why God wants to bless you and why God wants the people in the world to know that you are blessed because they should acknowledge or they should know there is a God who's blessing you and everybody when talks about the blessing that God has given you, God wants to take that glory. Life of Abraham is a very good example. God called him, God blessed him. Now when God blessed him, he's, now the blessing of the Lord is working in his life and when the blessing of the Lord was working in his life, Abraham had to fight five different kings. He had to fight them and bring back Loth, you know, and all the, the things that, you know, the kings captured from Sodom. Now you see in Genesis chapter 14, Abraham and his servant went and fought against this, you know, big army. With 318 servants, you know, that's unimaginable how it is possible for a man to win this vast army, this big army with a small quantity and with that small quantity also you see they have never ever battled before in their life. They never, you know, handled a knife, they never handled a spear, they never handled a shield. They never had that experience but you see God gave Abraham and his men great victory. And when they receive the victory that God has given to, given to, you know, Abraham and his men. Now you see two kings are approaching Abraham's life. One is the king of Sodom. 
What was he trying to say? He was trying to tell Abraham, Abraham, come on, take all the things that, you know, that belongs to Sodom. Now you take it, you, you, you take and you enjoy, just give me my people. The reason why Sodom said that is because if Abraham takes that from Sodom, later Sodom king will have an opportunity to look up to Abraham and say, today Abraham is blessed because I gave him my lands belonging to him. And you see, God will not be glorified. God will not be glorified. Abraham is trying to say, he looked at Sodom, the king of Sodom and says, I don't want anything from you. I don't want to take even a shoe latch from you. Not even a single thing because I never want to give room for you to say that I am blessed because of you. I want to always say and people tell looking at my life, it is the blessing of the Lord that made Abraham rich. And you know what Abraham said? He said, for that cause, I have lifted up my hands to the maker of heaven and earth. I have lifted up my hands there. Abraham knew that kings are not going to bless my life. It's the God who's going to, you know, bless my life. He's the one who has given me victory. This victory is not deserved with my effort, with my strength. It is the victory that God has given me. I have nothing to boast about this victory. In this victory, I can just acknowledge the blessing of the Lord because I and my men, we never have an experience to go fight a soldier. We have never done that before. But if we were able to do that and if we were able to defeat them, it is not with our strength. It is the strength that the Lord has given through his blessing. So Abraham was very clear to always acknowledge the blessing of He knew that God will never be pleased in taking credit for, you know, the blessing. As a child of God, you must always be very careful when you get something out of your job, you get something out of the work of your hand, victory belongs to you, glory belongs to God. How many of you want to say that this morning? Victory belongs to me and glory belongs to God. He gives you victory. Who's the one who's going to give you victory? God is the one who gives you victory. And the God who gives victory says, you take the victory, you give me the glory. Now that's the problem, you know, many people when they don't understand what is the blessing of the Lord, they never acknowledge victory, they never glorify God. But Abraham knew that, you know, I'm going to acknowledge God, I'm going to keep thanking God, I'm going to keep praising God because he has given me victory and I'm going to show to this whole world that God has blessed me and God will be glorified in the blessing that he has given for my life. Sometimes in your life you got to be very careful when somebody is giving you something, don't just immediately open your hand and receive it. You got to, you got to have the right understanding. You got to think with what intention that man is trying to give you, that person is trying to give you. Some people they don't think, you know, they think, you know, I was waiting 
I was waiting for your permission. When will you say to take? I was waiting for your permission. Abraham was not like that. Abraham knew Sodom is a wrong, you know, attitude king. You know, he has spoiled his people, he has spoiled his land. And if I'm going to take something from him, he will open up his, open his mouth and, you know, he will talk back against me. He will, you know, dishonor me. Therefore, I'm not going to take anything from him. I'm just going to receive what the Lord alone gives to my life. I want to tell you, my friend, today believe God can give you victory. Maybe you don't have that ability to get that success. Maybe you are not skillful for that. Maybe you don't have the, you know, you know, background, a great background over your life. But you got to believe the blessing of the Lord is given over your life. The blessing of the Lord is enough to create a good background, to create everything that is needed. Abraham was not looking at his background, you know, he was not relying upon his servant. No, he knew this servant can do nothing, I can do nothing. But with the strength, with the blessing of the Lord, something is going to happen for me. I'm going to get victory, I'm going to bring back Loth, and I'm going to bring back everything these kings have taken from Sodom and, Sodom and his people. I'm going to bring back everything. He believed the blessing of the Lord. You got to believe, you know, there is a possibility for God to do a miraculous things in your life. How many of you believe that this morning? There is always a possibility for God to do a miraculous things in your life. Why is he going to do that miraculous thing? Because by doing that miraculous things into your life, you will understand this victory has been given by God's blessing. And God will take glory in the blessing that he has given me. You see, there are many, many places God deliberately was trying to do this to the people of Israel. I just want to show you a few illustrations this morning and I'm going to pray for you. Come with me to Numbers chapter 13. You see, God deliberately, he knew that the strength of, any, strength of the enemy is, is greater than the people of Israel. Israel people are a small group of people. They don't have much strength to face great giants, you know, great enemies. But God deliberately wanted them to go and, you know, defeat them. The reason why God want to, you know, use people of Israel in such a way is because they themselves will acknowledge it is not with our strength. It is the strength of God. It is the blessing of the Lord. God has given us this victory. And God will be glorified in every victory that he gives. We know this very illustration here, Numbers 13, talks about 12 spies going into the land of Canaan. And they went and they spied that land and they came back with reports. Now look at here, you know, when they came back with reports, you can see how they talk great about their enemies. Because the reason why they talk about, talk great about their enemies because they knew that they are a very small people, they don't have that much strength. I want to read from verse 27, if you have your Bible, come with me there. Numbers 13, verse 27. And they told him and said, we came unto the land where thou send us. 
and surely it flow with milk and honey and this is the fruit of it verse 28 nevertheless the people be strong that dwell in that land look at what they say the people who are living in that land are strong and the cities are walled they are trying to say the wall of the cities are very big we cannot climb that wall even if we climb that wall people who are in that land are very strong very you know great they, they, they're trying to say, you know, cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Enoch there. They look like giant. Now look at verse 31. Look with me in verse 31. It says, but the men that, you know, went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. Now look at their describing what kind of people they are. In verse 32 they says, And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. Look at what they are trying to say. We cannot defeat that, you know, Enoch, you know, because they look like Jain. They are people who eat us. How is it possible? Imagine God is trying to say, I know they are more stronger than you. I know the walls of the cities are very strong. I know it is impossible to climb, but yet I want you to do it. Yet I'm going to give you victory. Imagine God comes and tells you such kind of things. If you're going through a situation this morning where everything looks impossible, it is hard to do. And God says, I want you to do. We would ask God, Lord, don't you know that I am not worthy for that? Don't you know that I don't have strength? Don't you know that I don't have all the ability to do this? But knowing all this, how is it possible for you to send me to do this, O oh God? Is it not crazy? God is saying, no matter, even if it is crazy, don't worry. I am with you. I will give you victory because God wants to show the whole world, you know, when they get into the land of Canaan and when they eat in that land, when they dwell in the house of the Canaan and when they harvest and when they reap the harvest, you know, people should look at them and say, they, you know, these people of Israel were a small group of people. They did not build this house. They did not sow their seed. You know, they did not dig the well, you know, but these people are now drinking water, eating the fruit, living in this house. It is because the blessing of the Lord. It is because God gave them the victory and it is the Lord's doing. Sometimes in our life, all of the great marvelous thing that God wants to do in our life to show to the people around us that it is the Lord who's doing it and it is marvelous in our eyes. Psalm 118, 28 says, many people like to put the scripture in their wedding card, you know, all other, you know, good occasions. But that got to be real in our life every day. You may say today, I have, I have hit the rock bottom in my life. There's nothing else that I can do. There is no possibility for me to come up. Yet God is saying, in order to, you know, God be glorified over your life by the blessing that he has given to you. 
God is saying, even if you have gone to the rock bottom, don't worry, I will give you victory. I will pull you up. I will lift you up. How many of you believe that God can do it, you know? It will be marvelous in your eyes. You will be fathomed to know what God is doing. Not only you, people around you will be astonished to see the marvelous work that God is able to do through your life. I want to tell you, my friend, you will receive the strength of God's blessing. And you know, people may say, you cannot do it. You cannot hinder it. You cannot, you know, possess it. Today God is saying before those same people, God can make his blessing work over your life. God says, God, God is looking at you and says, Maybe you would have thought it is impossible for me to buy a land. It is impossible for me to build a house. God is saying it is possible. It, is, it, it will be the Lord's doing and it will be marvelous in your eyes. You will be astonished, you know. I am a small person with a small job, the small income. How it is possible? If God wants to lift you up, my friend, if God is the one who is giving you his blessing, let me tell you, if you acknowledge it in the right way, God has thousand ways to, you know, bless your life. He can open ways in your life. He can open opportunities in your life, you know. Wherever people, you know, has ashamed you, that would be the right place where God will establish your life, will give you the ability to do what you were not able to do and you will do it successfully because you will acknowledge it is not by me. It is the Lord who is doing it and it is marvelous in my eyes. I can tell that today with my own experience. I remember every time my daddy used to say, my father used to tell me, you know, my grandfather, my daddy's father, you know, he had so much of possession, you know, so much of land, all that, you know, they had in uh, southern part of India, southern part of Tamil Nadu. You know, they had everything. But my dad said, when we came to Chennai long back, he said, we lost everything. My father lost everything. We had no other go. We had to come here for our living in Chennai. We had to work. And he told me, that's the time I got the calling of the Lord in my life. When God called me to serve him, I had nothing in my hand. You know, there was, there was a hard time, you know, we went through great struggle, but I just believed the God who has called me. Yes, a purpose is going to do something great through my life. It's going to be marvelous in my eyes. And you know, every time when my, when my dad talks to me, he says, Today, God has helped me with this blessing to establish so many ministries. You know, this ministry has been established. It's because God has been so gracious and God has blessed me in such a way. If God can bless me in such a way from nothing, you know, my daddy, my father used to look at me and say, he says, from this position, God can establish you more and more greatly because the blessing of the Lord is working upon you. That's very true, my friend, you know. You got to think where you are today, what you are doing, you know, from where God has lifted you, from where God has blessed you, 
how god has lifted you up you know nobody ever thought that you will live a life like this you will be a, you know example to so many you know i never thought that i'm going to be a blessing to so many but god made me to be a blessing not only blessing me but making me a blessing to so many people it is something which god is doing through my life i got to believe for that i got to rely god for that and it is marvelous in my eyes everything that god is doing through our life through our family in this church and to people around in so many places it's astonished i can boldly say it is the lord's doing it is marvelous in my eyes so every time when god gives you a blessing never forget he is the only one wants to take credit for it never anywhere try to take that credit for the blessing he has given you if anybody ask anybody you know says you know it is because of your you know sincere work it's because of your you know loyalty you got to say no 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 god is very loyal to me god's blessing is very loyal to me god is so gracious upon my life and he has blessed my life he has given me strength if i am able to do this if i am able to stand before you as a witness it is because of god's blessing that's what god was trying to do in the life of people of israel he wanted to show to that great giants that you know maybe for your eyes my children people of israel may look very small even you may think that you can eat them but god is saying it's impossible because they have my blessing upon their life i want you to believe that my friend this morning wherever you go when people people are oppressing you when people are discouraging you when people are trying to embarrass you never take those words never ever give room for that word to get into your mind and into your heart reject it believe the blessing of the lord has been kept upon he has given you his blessing until he takes the glory the blessing of the lord will continue to work over your life so you got to believe that so whatever the problem you are today i want to challenge you god will show his blessing is working for you and he will give you victory and he will produce great changes into your life if you read Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 1 again it's a very interesting part deliberately god is making the small group of people of israel to face seven different nations how is it possible just think they are very small but they are facing seven different nations and god is saying you will defeat them that's something un, un, i know it's unbelievable how it is possible for one to defeat a hundred it's just like that you know israel people are one nation but they are going to fight against seven different nation and god is saying i'm going to give you victory you will be successful that's the power of god's blessing my friend when you acknowledge the blessing of the lord in the way it has to be acknowledged then you will see the doings of the lord the working of the lord the power of the lord and then you will stand and say it is marvelous in my eyes you will be in a position to say to people 
it's marvelous. I still can't believe what God is doing through my life. That would be your witness, my friend. God wants to take every credit that comes through the blessing of the Lord. I want to show you one, 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 two, two verses this morning. Come in Deuteronomy 9. Look at there, you know. Particularly that word is mentioned, you know. It's just, you know, as I told you, you know. They're a small group of people. God is always taking the small group of people to fight against mighty, great in quantity. Let me read, you know, a few verses in the beginning of chapter 9. Deuteronomy 9 says, Hear, O Israel, thou art to pass over Jordan this day, to go into possessed nations greater and mightier than thyself, cities great and fenced up to heaven. Look at that. When God tells to the people of Israel, he's trying to, you know, tell them, I know that you are a small group of people. I know that you don't have much strength. I know that you are not mightier. But God is trying to tell them, no, I'm going to make you fight against mightiers. I'm going to, fight, you know, make you fight against great cities. The walls, the fencing that goes up to heaven. It's impossible for you to climb those walls, you know, and to go into that position. All that is impossible. I know it's impossible, but yet it will happen. That's something amazing. You know, look at verse 2 says, A people great and tall, the children of Anakims, who thou knoweth, and of whom thou hast heard say, who can stand before the children of Anak? Verse 3 says, understand therefore this day. This is very important. You've got to understand the blessing of the Lord which is upon you. Understand therefore this day that the Lord thy God is he which goeth over before thee as a consuming fire. He shall destroy them and he shall bring them down before thy face. Look at that words. He's trying to say, whomever you think you are, they are mighty than you. Whomever you think they are more powerful than you, God is saying, I am going in front of you like a consuming fire and I will bring all that mighty, you know, enemies, all that great impossibility fall down before thy face. Something very great, my friend. Today, what is your problem? What is the big thing that you are crying all about to God? What is that one thing that you are not able to cross over? You say, I'm not able to climb, Lord. I'm taking an effort, but it's, I'm just still coming down back again. God is saying, whatever looks impossible, whatever looks so big, today God is saying to you, you know, when God wants to take credit for all the blessing that He is giving into your life, He says, I'm going to bring down all of those enemies, all of those mighty things right in front of your face. It says, consuming fire, he shall destroy them and he shall bring them down before thy brace. How many of you believe that your problems will come down before your face? Your needs will be met. Your problems will be solved. Because the blessing of the Lord is working, it says, 
I believe I'm talking to somebody here. It says, He shall bring them down before thy face. So shall thy drive them out and destroy them quickly as the Lord has said unto thee. This is something very true, my friend. Maybe what I'm talking to you today looks impossible, impossible for you to believe because you may think your situation is big. You may think your need is very big. You may think, how am I going to come out from this commitment? You may think, how am I going to come out from this depth? When God decides to take the credit for the blessing he gives you, he will, he will show you the way. He will make you to walk in the blessing of the Lord. He says, it will happen. That's why God, you know, has anointed preachers to talk these words to your life. I want to show you that, you know, Deuteronomy 20. Just going to finish with the scripture. You know, Deuteronomy chapter 20. I want to read a few words there. It says, when thou goest out to battle against thy enemy and seeth horses and chariots and a people more than thou. Sometimes we always see, you know, situation which is more stronger than us, more powerful than us. You know, we, 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 we stand in a situation where we feel like we want to give up, right? You know, there are, there are, there are, there are times, there are situations we say, Lord, enough, I'm giving up. It's like that. It says, you know, thy enemies and see the horses of the enemy, see the chariots of the enemy and a people more than thou, more stronger than thou. And look at what God says, be not afraid of them for the Lord thy God is with thee which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt and it shall be when you all come near unto the battle. Now this is very important. When you come near your battle or when you are standing right in front of your battle, right in front of your struggle, you need a priest, you need a preacher to let you know what God is able to do. Look at that verse 2. It says, and it shall be when you are come near unto the battle that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people. This is what the preacher has to preach. I must not be a preacher making you be afraid of your condition. I must, I must not be a preacher, you know, in trying to discourage you. Imagine if there was a preacher standing there and discouraging people, you know, they would have come, they already lost hope, they already have no confidence. Now, in order to create confidence, in order to believe the blessing of the Lord, God is raising a priest to approach them and to speak to them and to let them know that God is with you. The blessing of the Lord is working. He gives you blessing. It is given by the grace of God. God is trying to use a preacher to help you understand what the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ has given to you. And when, you know, when a preacher stands here, he's trying to tell you that God alone wants to take the credit. He alone wants to be glorified in the blessing that he has given to you. This is the work of a, a preacher, a pastor. I want to be a pastor 
to a people every time when you come here every week as you come here i stand here to tell you don't be afraid you have a beautiful god who has given you his blessing over your life and look at what it says you know and shall say unto them this is what the priest the preacher need to say and say unto them hear o israel you approach this day unto the battle against your enemy let not your heart faint fear not and do not tremble neither you be terrified because of them for the lord your god is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you omni we believe god can do that for you this is what god has anointed to me to say this week over your life i stand as a preacher as a man of god to let you know do not be afraid let not your heart faint maybe you are you are you are down in some areas in some kind of situation god says do not do not give up do not worry do not be afraid let not your heart be terrified let not your heart faint god is going before you you may look very small you may not be strong you may not may not be mightier you may not have every influence you may not have a good background but never mind the blessing of the lord is given over your life and the lord is working he is fighting for you and god is trying to tell the people of israel he is going to save you you're going to see the deliverance of god why this is happening because i have taken time to understand the blessing of the lord this blessing is not earned by your self effort it is god who has earned this blessing by giving his life on the cross of calvary he earned the blessing and he gives you the blessing because he gives it to you because he's a gracious god never boast about yourself never boast about your hard work you know thank god for keeping you work deliberately diligently in every area that god has you know given responsibility in your hand you keep praising god understand the grace of the lord jesus christ well, how do you understand i was poor i was sinner i was a cursed person i was broken in every area of my life but he gave his riches he gave his life for me he wants me to be like him that's what grace has given me that understanding should come into my life there is an exchange that happens through the grace of the lord jesus christ into my life i want to acknowledge that exchange that jesus has done for me i want to keep praising that exchange that jesus if i'm going wrong if i'm not doing that if i'm not believing that if i am struggling then i'm going on a wrong way i'm going in the wrong route i got to stand and find out am i walking in the blessing of the lord and when i do that things will start to change for the better and finally god is saying he wants to be glorified he wants to take every credit for the blessing that he gives to your life 
How many of you want to thank God for what He has spoken, or what He has spoken to you this morning? Every word that you heard, maybe some words are prophetical to you this morning. This is what God is planning to do through your life. Allow Him to do what He has spoken to you this morning. Let every word that has been ministered in this time become real in your life, in every situation that you face. So you've got to acknowledge God in these three ways. You've got to understand the blessing of the Lord means it is God who has earned it and He has given me. I need to understand the grace of God. I need to know that God alone wants to take the credit for the blessing that He has given me. How many of you want to be a person in glorifying God, in declaring that I have the blessing of the Lord upon my life? If you say so, I want you to stand with me and we're going to pray. Father God, we come before your presence. Thank you, Lord, for speaking into our hearts your word. Let your words continue to enrich and enlighten us with the knowledge of the blessing of the Lord. How important is to trust the blessing of the Lord which is upon our life. We trust so many other things, but we never believe, we never trust the blessing of the Lord in our life. And Lord, thank you for helping us this morning not to wrongly think about the blessing of the Lord, but to rightfully, truthfully think about the blessing of the Lord and acknowledge it by knowing it is not by my self-effort. It is God who has earned this blessing and He has given it to me. He gives it by His grace and I receive it through faith. And Lord, thank you for teaching us to understand whatever your grace has done for us. And Lord, in all the blessing that you have given us, you are the one who always wants to take the credit. And help us to, Lord, work in such a way that we will always give credit to your blessing. We always be a witness in glorifying the blessing of the Lord. Father, I pray that you will continue to minister these words into their life. And as they go through, as they face every struggles, whatever the challenges that is up front over their life, I pray that you will give them the strength that comes from your blessing to overcome and be victorious. And in every victory, help us to always glorify you, Lord. Father, I give each and every one who are here this morning and people are watching us this online, I pray that you will continue to bless them, continue to bless the work of their hand, continue to help us live in the knowledge of the blessing of the Lord which is given for us through you, Lord. Continue to protect us from all the harmful things around us. We pray that your divine protection will continue to protect our life, protect our travel, protect everything that we do it for your glory. 
Bless each and every hand which has come forward to sow into your kingdom, to give the tithe and offering that belongs to you. Bless them, O oh God. Bless their work. Continue to meet all their needs. Be with us. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. And everybody said together, Amen. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit, be majestic dominion both now and forevermore. Amen and Amen.